the River Nancy voyage. The ship that's known as the River Nancy was one of the most graceful and respected ships that had ever sailed across the Atlantic. Its service reigned for over three decades until its untimely demise after it was attacked and raided by pirates of the European Union. Now, the ship sits on a dock near the Atlantic, where it is presented as a historical relic and used for tourism. The ship is also known for its large amount of hauntings after its demise. Many people who have went into the ship have reported paranormal disturbances. Some have reported the sounds of footsteps, voices, moans, and even screams. One reported that a lamp was thrown toward them. Due to the increase of reports, the current owner of the ship has contacted Travis Vale to investigate the ship's haunting. Within a few days, Vale arrived in Charleston, North Carolina, to the dock where the ship was currently residing. Along with Vale was Colton Levi, his longtime assistant in the paranormal. They approached the owner of the ship, Clay Haskett, and he walked over to greet them. It's a great honor to finally meet you, Mr. Vale. No worries, Mr. Haskell. Uh, so, what have you, what's with all these reports on this ship? We received many, if not a dozen more reports that contain paranormal incidents within this ship. What kind of incidents, if I may ask, Colton wondered. Voices, footsteps, moans, groans. One report contained a lamp being thrown. It seems to me that these spirits do not want to be disturbed, or have some darker history that we were told by the officials. So what's your current plan, Mr. Vale? Colton and I will walk through the ship, and I will head over to your museum and do more research on this ship's history. Haskett stood up from his desk and walked towards the door. He opened and stood by, allowing Vell and Colton to approach closer into the ship. So we're going in once more? Of course, Haskett said. Just don't try to startle the tourists, please. Sure, no problem. Vell and Colton entered the ship, passing by tourists who were laughing and taking photos. Trying to get distracted, Colton. No, no worries. They entered the lounge area of the ship. Those are many tourists. Many photos. Colton told Bill to search another area of the ship before the lounge, due to the number of tourists who were inside the lounge itself, for it was crowded. Bill agreed with Colton as they approached the other rooms of the ship. After a left turn down the hall, they noticed that rooms began to appear like hotel rooms in similar fashion. This was used at a hotel facility? Colton asked. Appears to be so, Vell said. However, this is new to me, and I wonder what else it will present itself. They scanned the hotel rooms, searched for evidence. Upon approaching the other rooms, Colton heard a distant moan from deeper within the hall. Vell looked up, and he gazed down the hall, seeing no one in sight. You heard it too? Colton said. I did. I suggest we at least take a look before we head out. Bill and Colton walked down that hall, taking slow and quick looks into the rooms nearby, trying to find out where the moan truly came from. They reached into the hall and found nothing that related to this moan. Bill turned to Colton, suggesting they head back to the museum for further research. As they walked back down the hall, a book was thrown against the wall right in front of Bill. He stopped and turned to his left, seeing the room where the book came from. It seems these spirits are not too friendly. We better get moving. We'll return later for our investigation. They exited the ship, seeing Haskett approaching them very nervously. Did you find anything at this moment? 
There's something inside the ship. We'll find it tonight when we return. Nothing to worry about, Mr. Haskett. We'll solve the problem. Dylan Colton, lead the dock of the River Nancy. As Haskett looked at the ship, a little sign of fear. At the Charleston Museum, Dylan Colton gathered books containing historical records of the River Nancy and its historical tragic voyage. After reading through a few of them and scanning notes, Bill realized the ship was used as a cruise line and even in military use at one point. He even found records that contained information on the crew being murdered by pirates near the European Union itself. The ship has some dark history, being used for military warfare as well as a cruise. So what shall we focus on during the investigation, Colton asked. We'll focus on the spirits that reside in the ship, try to find a way for them to cross over. They'll close the books, place them on the shelf before leaving. Near nightfall, they returned, where Haskett awaited for them. You too sure you're ready for this? We've done far worse than this, Mr. Haskett. There won't be any problems tonight. Bill and Colton entered the Revenancy, as Haskett left them, and left the dock. Once they were inside the ship, a silent air slowly brought up a chill toward Colton. It's deeply quiet in here. Don't run off on this one, Colton. Been inside a prison where hell basically took place. Don't let a ship scare you near death. We approached the lounge. Now it's not crowded by the tourists as it was early in the day. Phil looked around the lounge itself for any clues, and Colton searched the other side of the lounge. See anything? Nothing yet. Sure, something will make itself present. It will. They'd be sooner than we're expecting it to. While searching the lounge, they heard a distant yell come from the dwells of the ship. Colton turned to Vale, who told him to walk down that hall, near the Yale's whereabouts. Colton slowly started walking down the hall, somewhat a little startled. Is anyone here with me? I'm just asking just to have a little perspective. A bucket suddenly fell from a shelf in front of Colton. He stopped and froze. Vale walked over behind him and approached the bucket. You're not afraid of a water bucket, are you? Because it seemed to start at you. I'm doing just fine, Vale. No problems at all. Vale continued to walk down that hall, passing by the rooms that resembled a dining hall, where many of the passengers had dinner and occasional parties. Colton looked in the room, seeing the tables and banners that were inside. There were a few turns down the right hall. Vale discovered a room that was packed with medical equipment. This must be the, the room, the medical room. It's highly possible that many people died inside of this room. You sure might as well have a pack of, full pack of spiritual energy in there, you think? The energy's here, Colton, and it's getting stronger as we stand here. Vale looked around the room. He told Colton take out the digital recorder places on the table. Vale stood by the recorder. I am Travis Vale, and this is Colton Levi. We are here to speak with any spirits who reside in this River Nancy ship. We're here to discover your existence and to send you over into the afterlife. A sound creaked from the medical room's door and Colton turned and stared at Vale, who was continuing to stand by and talk by the digital recorder. Vale, looks like someone's here with us. I hear it. Whoever has entered this room, please speak into this recorder here. And respond to my questions. Colton stood by the door, looking out down the hall as Vale began asking questions towards the spirits. Vale asked if the spirits worked on the ship during its military run or cruise line run. They caught a voice that said military, which Vale believed to be a military navy officer who must have died on the ship in the line of duty. 
Colton looked further down the hall and saw what appeared to be a silhouette of a man wearing a casual ship captain uniform walking into the dining room. Yeah, I, I just saw an apparition down the hall. He just walked into the dining room. Well, then if that's the case, Colton, I suggest you go and take a look if you don't mind. Colton walked down the hall into the dining room. There was no one there. He turned back to exit, and once he turned, he was staring right in the eyes of the ship captain. Colton yelled and ran back towards the medical room. Vell paused, ran out of the room himself toward Colton. What's wrong? It was standing in my face. Right in my face. What did you see? I saw the ship captain staring right in front of me. He was right there in my eyes. A complete stare. For a second, I thought it lasted for eternity. But yet, it was only for a few seconds. Vell looked out the window and saw the sun beginning to rise, signaling the end of their investigation. He turned toward Colton and looked down the hall. Seems our investigation is done. Bell grabbed the recorder, and they left the ship. The following day, Bell spoke with Haskett about the investigation and told him of the Navy soldier, and spoke more about the military presence, as well as Colton's sighting of this captain. Bell said the spirits have claimed this ship as their home. Afterwards, Haskett thanked Bell and Colton for their service. They left the dock, and as in doing so, Colton turned to Bell. The ship freaked me out more than in the prison when we visited. Colton, the Reverend Nancy will continue to scare people towards the point of death. If I may ask, I'm just curious, like many of us are, what's next on the horizon of this paranormal journey? Whatever comes my way.